guys, welcome to Chef Grace's place. Today we have a pit master. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about barbecue. His name is John Barker, and he has a channel called Skull and Mortar. I have a lot of questions for him, so I'm trying not to make it an interrogation. But <laughs> uh, I want to start with when do you become the master of the pit? Like, when are you the pit master? How does that work? It, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure. I, I'm sure anybody with a grill can just say that they're a pit master. Um, you know, I, me personally, I've, uh, you know, I've been doing it a long time. Uh, I cooked probably every kind of meat there is almost to cook. Uh, and I've, you know, I've won a lot of contests, a lot of awards and things like that. So uh, somewhere in there, I guess I earned the title and I just kind of went with it, you know. That's just such an awesome title to have. Sounds it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like like a medieval like, like you're gonna start swinging like a pit sword at somebody or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is that where you got the uh, like medieval skull and mortar thing going, or? I honestly, just so um, I decided that I was gonna do this channel and uh, I was gonna rebrand some products um, that we used on the truck that we were selling locally, and I, I was trying to think of a name that like would just sound cooler. You know, I just thought it sounded cool. I'm not even 100% sure where I got it from, to be honest with you. I, I think uh, I was listening to a podcast about the uh, Skull and Bones. And I was like, man, Skull and Bones is a cool name. Like, I wish I would have thought of that before they did, you know. But skull and Mortar is cool because then it's like mortar and pestle. And then that's like cooking tools. And right. like... Yeah, I thought it worked out with the seasoning and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So let's backtrack a little bit. You have a food truck. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So how did you get started in barbecue? And then how did that go into a, a food truck and then a YouTube channel? So um, actually one day, like, uh, gosh, it had to be probably like 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, I was just eating some barbecue sauce and I didn't like it. So I was like, how hard can it be to make barbecue sauce? I'm just going to make my own. And uh, it was actually harder than I thought it was going to be because, like, my first couple batches were really, really bad. Um, and then, you know, after I had good barbecue sauce, I was like, well, I might as well cook better meats than, than the stuff you buy at the store, you know. So then I just learned how to do that. And I started doing, like, caterings for friends and family, and it just grew from there. And uh, eventually I ended up with a food truck. Actually, I probably should, I don't know if it's a good idea to say this or not, but I actually got in trouble with the Board of Health because I was, I was selling sauce to restaurants without a permit, like a health permit. So then I was like, well, I might as well get a health permit. And, uh, that's just kind of how it unfolded, you know? I think, you know, just because you don't have a health permit doesn't mean that you're dirty. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean you're unsanitary. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, cleanliness is uh, super important. Like, you know, you get somebody gets sick and your business is over, you know? Yeah. It's a done deal. So, this is a two-part question. Which barbecue sauce was it that you didn't like? <laughs> and what were you doing before you decided to go into barbecue? So everybody, um, everybody like uses Sweet Baby Ray's all the time, at least around here. And I just kept eating it and I was just like, it's not very good. Like, it, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not just not anything special. I was like, I could do this better. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think it was, I'm, I'm relatively sure it was Sweet Baby Ray's. And then I was just like, I'm, I'm just going to make my own sauce. Uh, and then before that, I actually, um, 
This is going to sound weird. So I actually uh, did pro wrestling for a living. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't talk about it too much because, you know, I try to keep it separate for the most part, but that's what why I did. Would, that's so, why wouldn't you talk about that? That's awesome. What, uh, what was your wrestling name? Oh, man. Uh, so my, my wrestling name was Brandon Prophet. And so I, I did like um, like super violent wrestling. So it's kind of weird. Like, and I just, I don't know. I just don't, uh, I don't really do a whole lot with it anymore, you know? That's, uh, that's funny because it goes into the skull and mortar pretty good. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I guess it works out, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think, uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing jujitsu since I was a little kid. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we used to make fun of the, the, the wrestlers because it was like fake wrestling, you know, to us. But then, uh, yeah, as I got older and I learned more about it, like just because it's, you know, a lot of it is like staged choreographed moves. It doesn't mean it's not hard or, you know, cool, sure. you know, it's more like a performance, which, which now I get it. Now it makes more sense because mm -hmm. I watched your videos and you're so fun to watch. Like you're a good performer. So I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I appreciate that because I'm all, I'm always like uh, so critical of everything that I do. Like I watch it and uh, I have to ask my wife like 300 times. I'm like, are these jokes stupid? Like, I mean, do you think that people are just going to think that I'm dumb for like these ridiculous jokes? And then, uh, you know, then, you know at some point you just got to commit and roll with it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, but everyone loves a love, loves a dad joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I don't even know anybody named Jessica, but I talk crap about her a lot in my videos randomly. Oh, my boyfriend does that. He talks about Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's always a, a white girl named like that. <laughs> <laughs> this was like, uh, I, I, I made a, I forgot what video like that I did it on first, but it just felt like it was dragging too long. So I just made up some story about some girl named Jessica. And my wife was like, who's Jessica? I was like, I have no clue. It just... Seemed like it worked, so I went with it. So does your wife shoot the videos? Or she helps sometimes, like uh she's been helping a lot lately. Uh, I also have a friend named uh, Brandon who uh helps a lot. Uh he uh, he has his own YouTube channel, but he hasn't posted in a while. But uh, I learned a lot from him for sure. Uh, you can tell like on the videos uh, where I try to shoot stuff by myself because like the, the angles are so much worse because I'm trying to like hold the camera and like I want it to look like somebody's filming it, but it's really just me holding it while trying to do something with my other hand at the same time and it's very awkward. Yep, I'm in the same boat and the camera yeah. is speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like my, my last video, I was trying to adjust the tripod and the camera slid off the back and it's oh, like, no. it's fucked. It's not, it's not that fucked, but like it still works, but the whole the whole casing is like bent in. So I'm afraid uh, the like dust and shit is gonna get in there and just like mess it up. I'm, yeah. It's like a time bomb waiting to happen. But I don't I don't know how you feel about your camera, but somebody somebody stole my original camera, and uh, I'm not like a very emotional person. But when I saw that my bag was open and my camera was gone, it was like one of the most. I'm pretty sure like have you ever seen that uh, scene in a movie where like the um, the camera like zooms out from the top and the guy's like screaming like at the clouds like no for like I'm pretty sure that that's exactly what no, happened like that. Yeah, it was a heartbreaker I would definitely feel that way especially because like 
don't have enough money to replace it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, those things are I expensive. bought that when I had a, a real job. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, those things, I mean, to get a good camera, even a cheap good camera is a lot of money, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if you don't have that, I mean, you could try it off the phone, but it's not the same. Yeah. I, I tried it. Like, uh, I had another channel where I just made vlogs and stuff, but they kind of sucked. And uh, I tried to do one with a camera, with my phone camera. And I was just so disappointed. Like it looked good for a phone, but it looked, it just didn't look like, cause, uh, I had a Canon before, like, and just, it just didn't have like the, the depth and the richness, you know? Yeah. That, that 4k. Yeah. That's called. That's good. But anyway, yeah. back to barbecue. So what I saw on your channel, you had a lot of, uh, clear Lake Florida, but yeah. clear water. Um, are you in Florida or are you in somewhere else? So I actually live in Indiana. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Houston, but I go to I go to Florida probably way too much. Like I feel like in a perfect world, I would just like live in a van and cook barbecue on the beach and just give it away for free. And that would just be my whole life. If I, if I was like a billionaire, that's all I would do. I would just have like a stealth camper and, and a, a smoker and that's it. It'd be awesome. So uh, well, I'm in West Palm. So if you're ever in West Palm, come say hi. Oh, nice. Awesome. Um, so Houston, so what is your style of barbecue? You're from Texas, then you moved to Indiana, and they was talking about styles. I don't even know what the styles mean, so you're going to have to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in so I guess my style is kind of like hybrid. Uh, like we're in the newspaper a lot here uh, and like on the news and stuff like that on a fairly regular basis. So everything is... Um, they always like push like Texas, Texas, you know, because Texas is obviously a big selling point for, for barbecue. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, you know, I've lived, I've lived here for a long time now. So, I mean, since I was in high school, uh, so obviously, you know, the predominant kind of barbecue here is like a Kansas city style barbecue, uh, like St. Louis, like that area where it's like, uh, it's like more sugary, sweeter, uh, things like that. Um, in What's Texas, Texas? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no worries. Uh, Texas is a lot less. Uh, sweet is not really a big deal. Like sauce, uh, you don't sauce meat as much. It's mostly like, uh, um, you know, the meat just kind of stands on its own. It's a lot of salt and pepper rubs. Um, you know, it, it's as far as the seasoning goes, it's not as complex. It's more about like the uh, the method of the cook versus like the, the accoutrement, if you will. But um I would you say gotta, that you got to define the accoutrement because I don't think everyone's going to know. What that is. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just more like it's, it's salt and pepper. It's, it's, it's wood, it's fire and it's, it's slow and slow. Uh, and it's just like that, that mastery of knowing how to cook the meat um, with like Kansas city style and like St. Louis style, that, that kind of Midwest style barbecue you can, uh, and even with like Carolina, you can cheat it a lot more because you, uh, you know, you can inject the crap out of it with stuff. You can rub it with stuff. You can baste it with stuff. You can do all kinds of things to like um, increase the, it just allows you to have like greater room for error. Okay. Um, Cause you can cover your sense. mistakes with sauce basically. It was with sauce and, and rubs that have deeper profiles, you know, um, you know, the, if you go to the store and you, you look at the ingredients on like a normal, like, um, you know, like a normal rub, like for instance, where you're at, uh, it's going to be a lot sweeter, like tomato based stuff. 
uh, with a lot of sugar in it. And if you go, if you go and you look at the rubs, it'll have like 50 different ingredients in it sometimes. But uh, in Texas, it's just almost always going to be salt and pepper, maybe garlic, maybe, maybe a couple other things here and there, but it's very rare. Okay. That kind of leads me to my next point too. Um, where do you source your meat? Because I feel like people don't really talk about it that much about, um, you know, one of the reasons why barbecue tastes good it has less to do with the person cooking it and more of the quality of the animal that they're cooking you know yeah i would say that the i would say that that's you know i mean there's some truth to that but I, i've also seen people i've seen people butcher like good meat you know it it just comes with um you just got to how to understand what you're cooking and how it cooks and if you can do that then it comes down to like the quality of the meat and those kind of things. Um, I have a, I have a sponsorship um, for when we, when we did like competitions, I have like some sponsorships. Um, and then I, I also, uh, I have a meat dealer because I have the food truck and I had a restaurant and all that stuff. Uh, so I can ask for like very specific things and, and get them. Um, but sometimes, you know, if I can too, whenever possible, like I try to buy stuff locally and we'll do like, you know, local um, you know, we'll, we'll push that, Hey, this week, this is all from this farm or, or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool to get to be picky. I, I get a heads up over, uh, our leg up over like people who have to go find meat at Kroger or Costco or something like that. So it's a good move. Yeah, that is a good move. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm trying to get, uh, an interview with the Florida, I'm going to mess this name up. Food, Florida Food Policy Council. So we could talk more about like local and sustainability because after COVID and like all that shit happening with like the yeah. people in the meat plants getting sick, like I think we can, you know, there's probably more attention on it than there's ever been. So it's going to be a good right. way to promote like, hey, help out your local farmer right over here, you know, decentralized yeah. the food industry <laughs> right like all the we're like all our turkey spots are sold out this year but uh like we're we we ordered turkeys from a farm that's like four miles from my house like maybe so you know that's uh you know whenever possible i like to uh i like to try and keep things like farm to table as much as possible um we use a lot of uh stuff like at least that farm down the street they always have like a huge stand and uh, like a lot of the hot sauces and stuff that I'm going to release soon, like for sale, like all, all the first batch of peppers I got from him, uh, I'll have to switch it up in the winter some, but whenever possible, like he'll be the first go-to for the ingredients for sure. Oh, that's awesome. And then also having a relationship with the farmer, I'm sure you could be like, Hey, you want to try growing this pepper for me? I'm like trying to yeah. do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he likes me, but he, he, he's he like, the money. <laughs> he reminds me of my grandpa so i just keep on coming anyway but uh he's just like uh he's funny he's like probably i mean he's probably gonna be 85 90 and he uh he's just like he's lived at that farm his whole life making this stuff and they uh they just like put an interstate right next to his farm and that's just kind of where he lives and uh it's one of the coolest setups ever for sure like as far as indiana goes like you can't get much cooler than what that guy's got going on so Speaking of setups, 
I love that flat top that you have in your videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody else has the Blackstone and I got a I, I got that off Facebook Marketplace for like a hundred bucks and it's like normally like three hundred or something. And it, it looked like brand new when I got it. So I was like, I got a round one now. That's awesome. Yeah, it's we're gonna we're building an outdoor kitchen and when it's done it'll be like built into the countertop. So it'll be pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um so if you're if there's like you know people new to barbecue listening to this what would you say would be like the essential tools that you need to get started with barbecue so probably the the first thing is, is you want to get a, a smoker that's well insulated or you need to know how to insulate it one or the other like uh you you don't want i mean you can learn on a on a smoker from walmart that's a hundred dollars on clearance but it's going to leak. It's going to, it's going to be hard to control the temperature because it's going to leak air and those kind of things. Um, you want to make sure that you have good, good sharp knives um, and good, like a good, like probe thermometer. Uh, everybody starting off should use, um, should use like good thermometers. I know on Facebook, especially you'll hear like a lot of people like, Oh, it's uh, you do it by like sight and, and touch and, uh, most people are never going to be able to do that because they're just never going to cook enough barbecue to be able to do that. Um, and, you know, you got to give yourself the safety net because a, a, a brisket is expensive. So you don't want to be like torturing briskets, you know what I mean? Or torching them. You want it to be good. So, uh, and, a, and an injector too. And I think injectors are, or, are uh, good tools for, especially for beginners. I was, oh my God. So I watched your turkey video. And so I was just like shaking my head the whole time because, so my mom's a nurse practitioner. So she decided like, for like 20 years ago that she was gonna take her needles from work and inject the turkey because she makes the yeah. driest fucking turkey you ever have in your life. <laughs> and she's like, I'll put this turkey on steroids. And we were just all like, okay. Okay, understand. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah, how was it? The the meat itself was great. She's got you know she's got to work on her uh, like skills on the browning. But the problem really is that like she throws a turkey in the oven and then she goes and takes a shower and like that like forgets that the turkey's in the oven. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. overcooks it maybe. She's like, okay, I'm done. And then all of a sudden you're like, mom, what about the turkey? You're like, oh shit, every year. <laughs> so. That like helps my, out so much, but if your video about her, she was just like, I'm validated. I sent it to her. She's like, I told you so. But the uh, also the idea of um, cooking it, like smoking it upside down so the breasts don't dry out, I thought yeah. was really interesting. But I was wondering, like, if you're doing that in the oven, is there a point where you would want to, like, maybe halfway through or something, flip it the other way so it gets the brown skin? Like, how would you accomplish so I, I would not do that uh even in the oven the key for like the brown skin is going to be the oil uh hit it with that oil and it's gonna and then use a rub that has or like a seasoning that has salt in it like a good amount of salt because that's going to pull the moisture out and it's going to make it crisp um but as far as crisp let me try it again as far as crisp skin goes on any kind of poultry uh that oil is is a lifesaver but you don't want to you don't want to be too crazy because you don't want to like you know just soak it so much that there's no way it's going to cook off but if you're going for like 
you know, a three, three and a half hour cook with that oil, it's going to burn off and it's going to pull out that moisture with it. Do you ever do like the French method where you put like the butter underneath, like underneath the skin? So you attack it from like both sides, basically? So um, I've tried a lot of different things for, for contests uh, and I've used uh, like uh, butter steams in contests. Um, I've never put it under the skin, but I've uh, actually in, in contests, I've taken the skin all the way off of the piece of meat and scraped the extra fat off and then put it back on and like stuck the skin back on how I want it to look. Like, so it covers the meat how I want it to, want it to look because in a contest, you know, how the meat looks is super important. Oh, yeah. So you want the skin to cover the whole meat and like I'll, uh, I'll, I'll trim it with like, like shears to make sure that it's the right shape and it covers everything how I want it to. And, um, but like for, for stuff at home and, and turkeys, uh, you know, it's, you're, you're doing the same basic thing because the, the oil and the fat from the butter is what's creating that same effect. As, as spraying it with oil so you, i mean you can do that and if it works that's awesome but uh i mean i, th I think that you'll get uh, the same effect easier if you just use the spray so where did you learn all this stuff uh trial and error uh, i learned a lot that's where most of it came from but i learned a lot of stuff from youtube uh i learned a lot of stuff from uh you know uh, i got a friend named jimmy that uh, does barbecue stuff and uh, i was already doing uh like a lot of stuff commercially. And he kind of like taught me some tricks as far as uh, contest barbecue goes. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's won a ton of awards too. So he's a, he was a great resource for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of, uh, a guy named too, uh, there's Malcolm Reed uh, from How to Barbecue Ride on YouTube is like a really great resource uh, for people who want to learn. Um, or you could just go to Skull and Mortar. Yeah, yeah. I go come to me first, and if I don't have a video, then go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have some I'm, more like interesting stuff too, with like the uh, the burnt ends of the hot dogs. I never saw that before. That looked interesting. I was watching that one, and I was like, I want to take one of those and make it a corn dog. I think that would be fun. But yeah. So I I, I thought that uh, I didn't realize that that idea was. Uh, somebody somebody suggested on facebook and that's where i got the idea from on one of my other videos i suggested it uh but i guess to uh you know a, a lady named uh, Susie eden from hey girl hey uh hey girl hey i guess that was her like invention so um yeah it's uh, there's a, f a few people doing it my my recipe is a little bit different than hers but they're pretty i mean there's only so many ways to skin that cat you know what i mean yeah but also uh, i don't think it's not like you know growing up when you couldn't really like afford like dinner dinner it's the same yeah. concept as you cook all the the hot dogs up like that in pieces and then like yeah. burn them like that and then you would toss them in ketchup yeah that was like the meat for dinner <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you it was legitimately the best hot dogs i've ever had like yeah. uh i only really eat hot dogs at like baseball games but uh these had i would eat these anytime they're they were really really good so you know kudos to her for thinking it up hopefully hopefully i put a little twist on it that, that makes it a little fancier but uh i mean either way it's it's pretty good yeah it was pretty good oh man i have another question but it always happens to me i was like i need to write them down but i want it like 
you know, I want to do these like cool interviews and like not seem like I'm writing a bunch of questions. <laughs> you want it to feel more organic? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, fuck. And then like, like three days from now, I'm going to be like, forgot to ask him. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised, like, uh, to you were talking about how I injected that turkey earlier. Uh, and it, it made me think uh, some guy on on Facebook I get like weird just like the weirdest hate for like the weirdest things ever like uh, that guy some guy was like oh you called yourself a pit master and then you injected a turkey and I was like I was like dude I sold 300 injected turkeys for this Thanksgiving so you know what I mean? I'm just gonna keep on injecting them that's how I like to do it you know yeah and I think uh, part of being a pit master is also being an innovator like if we never break from tradition we're never going to advance so right you can have fun in his fucking smokehouse right <laughs> like you can, you you can cook a, a i'm sure you i'm sure his turkey is decent but i guarantee you that, that that injected one is way richer in the flavor you know um i mean there's you inject it for a reason right like because you're injecting moisture and flavor and um you know, there's a reason it makes, there's a reason it wins contests versus, you know, just throwing it out there. But, you know, to each his own, like if that's what you want to do, but like me that's personally. Not a, that's not a performing enhancing uh, drug yeah. over there. <laughs> no, it definitely is. It's just not illegal, you know. Yeah. But I uh, I personally want to break every rule ever made. Like if, if somebody's like, oh, you can't, like I'm getting hated on heavy for this impossible burger right now. Like why? why? I mean, I'm not saying that I think the impossible burger is a good idea because I think like it's not even if it tastes just as good as meat I do not believe that it's healthier for you than me like sure. I don't like that's that's where I diverge right. but like if you can make it taste like meat like that's pretty cool right. like you shouldn't just say it doesn't it doesn't accomplish the goal just because like you don't like the idea of it you know what I mean yeah for sure like if somebody was like Hey, do you want this like delicious like prime burger or do you want this impossible burger? I'm probably gonna take the prime burger every time. But if I showed up someplace and they were like, "Oh, hey, I got this impossible burger, but that's all I got," I I'd eat it again. Like it, um, you know, it's not for I eat. First of all, I eat trash. Obviously, I'm not a, I'm not a skinny guy. Like I just eat like the unhealthiest stuff possible. Like I'm super diabetic, and I got that way. I got that way by pounding trash. You know what I mean? But uh, it. Uh, but no, I just, I just think like I got a good deal on it. And I was like, why should I not do it? You know, it was like half off at Walmart or Kroger or something on clearance. And I was like, today's the day. Yeah. Why not try it? And also, you know, but, but it does bother me when people will tell you, like, I would never give someone an impossible burger and tell them it was real meat. Oh yeah. I definitely did that. I definitely did not tell my son it was an impossible burger. Well, yeah, but that's like that's like a different thing. Like I remember when I was living in Philly, there was a there was this vegan around and uh yeah. she gave this little girl a vegan hot dog. This was this little girl's first hot dog. She bites into the hot dog and all the soy which mush just like like comes out and you're telling that girl it's a real hot dog you just ruin hot dogs for it for the rest of your life like don't do shit like that like don't she, done with it she hated it she was like i'm not eating this it's, i don't like hot dogs i was like but that's not a hot dog i don't like hot dogs <laughs> oh <No. laughs> that's awesome i love philly philly is is very cool 
Like a, a cheesesteak in Philly is a different experience than it is anywhere else for sure. Oh yeah. Even I went to just like randomly my the class I was in at the restaurant school, uh, the owner of Pat's Steaks decided he wanted to like show his children like he could get a degree and stuff. So yeah. he was in my class. <laughs> so like I feel like I'm very biased because I'm just like pats all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh but it I just learned so much from him. Uh like hearing all his stories about like the olden days and Pat's Pat's steaks versus Dino's and uh, yeah. there's so many other good cheesesteaks there. And then even like I worked at Barclay Prime for a while, which is on uh-huh. House Square. And um we had like the hundred dollar cheesesteak with like fucking foie gras and shit on it. That shit was good. I feel like I need a hundred dollar cheesesteak. I need to know what that experience is like. I couldn't eat it with a lobster on it because it was I'm allergic, but it had like lobster, foie gras, the they made the cheesesteak out of like wagyu. Oh <laughs> like, nice. like it was like, you know, just to the max. I forgot yeah. what cheese they used actually. I can't remember. I don't know. Personally I like my cheesesteak with provolone. What do you what do you like? You a whiz guy? I probably would go with the nacho cheese. Yeah, the cheese whiz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Cheese whiz. Yeah, I would go with just straight cheese whiz. I uh, one of the interesting things I learned from um, his name is Frank was uh, cheese whiz is clear until they dye it. Yeah. Like, that's like, uh, that sounds uh, intense. That's gross. Like I would probably eat it clear, to be honest with you. I would just eat it anyway. I think if I ate it clear, like my mind would be like this isn't right <laughs> you can't taste creamy and be clear like yeah that is weird that's an interesting uh i'd like to see that it's like uh when people show you the um like that picture of the chicken nugget meat that went around and like the pink it, slime like it was, yeah it was pink or whatever but like nobody explains to you why like the science behind the picture you know what i mean like you know when you hear the whole thing it doesn't seem so bad I never heard I mean, the whole thing. I just assumed it wasn't cooked yet. Yeah, that, I mean that's basically what it is. It just uh, if I I have to watch the video again, but it, it had like some like super normal explanation, and you're just like, oh okay. Okay, it just looks yeah. good. No big. I'd eat it anyway if it tasted good. I don't care. Oh, chicken nuggets were my favorite when I was a kid. Yeah, same. I still eat them now sometimes. I'm about to uh, make my own chicken nuggets. That's good. Yeah. What what part you use chicken breast or what or mashed up or what do you do? I probably just like grind up all the chicken. You probably want the, the fat. Like, yeah, you probably want like the fattier parts, like the legs and the the thighs and all that. That's the best meat anyway, right? That's true. Doesn't dry out. Yeah. Probably help it stick together a little bit, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I got to research it, but now I'm definitely gonna make a chicken nugget video. So probably some guy in some barbecue group somewhere is going to talk crap about me and tag me in it for it. But I mean, have you ever had chicken nuggets with barbecue sauce? It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Some people just take themselves too seriously. Like cooking should be fun. Like eating should be fun, right? But like at the same time, I feel like trolls don't get enough like shit talk back to them. I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. I do all the time. I don't even care. Like yeah. uh, my wife is like, they're going to thumbs down your video. I'm like, I don't care, man. <laughs> At least it actually doesn't it. matter. Like good. Yeah. Because it, the, I was like looking this up. Um, I wasn't looking that up specifically, but in one of the videos I was watching about like how to make YouTube videos, the algorithm doesn't care if it's up or down. It just cares that somebody's pressing something. Right. So you should just do something to piss off all the barbecue people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I feel um, weird sometimes. Like if I don't get any dislikes, like I have a lot of videos that have no dislikes. And part of me wants to have like when I get a video and somebody hits dislike, I'm like, cool, real people are watching my videos. Like it's not just like my mom is not just watching it and clicking like on every video. You know, it's like it's like a real person and they really didn't like my video. And I'm like, awesome. Like it's, you know, I don't know. It's uh no matter what you do, like somebody isn't always not gonna like it. There's gonna be like one person that's like, this guy's a, a dweeb. I'm gonna click his dislike. So that's cool. Like, but it just means you know to me, it just shows that somebody real found my video and and, and invested some part of them to their self into it, whether they liked it or not. You know. Oh yeah, if there's a you know, there's a room of a hundred people. One of them's gonna be an asshole. You know. Yeah. <laughs> As I can live with that too. Hit hit dislike on my video, but just inter interact with it somehow so it gets pushed a little bit. You know exactly. Right? Either like, I don't have any dislikes, and I'm just I feel like, oh, moms, thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for watching, mom. Yeah. Thank By the you, way, mom. my mom's the only one going to see this interview. <laughs> <laughs> as long as she hits uh, like or dislike, right? As long as she hits one of them, we're good. She's gonna hit like because she's gonna feel so validated by you injecting that <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate her ingenuity <laughs> but, it's gonna be like, I, that's what i feel like about barbecue i feel like it just like you should just try anything just be like any anything that you can think of the worst thing that's gonna happen is it's not gonna be good you know and what is okay you know you know you've never cooked something that sucked before like you might as well try it um Oh, that's what I think. Like I did a, a video where I did deep fried ribs and I, I never had deep fried ribs before. And I did two different versions of them. And like, I didn't really like the breaded one that much. Like it was okay, but it wasn't great. Like, it's not something I'm going to cook again. Like I, the one without the breading was good. I would eat it. Like I would cook it again on purpose, but um, you know, not everything is going to be a home run. Just kind of is honestly too. In that last video I made, uh, I'm not really that big of a fan of black Angus. So I didn't really much care for the black Angus. Maybe it made the Impossible Burger taste better to me. I don't know. But I actually preferred the Impossible Burger over the black Angus burger. Those are some uh, controversial. That's a hot take right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm already getting booed. So that just stepped it up to the next level. Yeah. I'm, okay. getting, I'm getting trolled by like like 50-year-old house moms and stuff now on uh, on Facebook already for that Impossible Burger video. I thought the the fifty year old house wives would be like the those are the that's the target market right there. Hey, I love I just to clarify, I love fifty year old house moms. Please watch my videos, like you're welcome. But uh, I'm just talking about yeah, there's like a certain demographic for some reason, like they're just like uh, they're just like oh get the shit out of here, this is garbage, and I'm like cool man, thanks for watching. I guess like yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got nothing else better to do. So yeah, I'll take it. I'll like take again, it. just hit the, if you don't like the video, just hit dislike. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica hitting the dislike button. 
Yeah. What a bitch. Just hit it, hit it so I get some love from YouTube. You know, that's all. I'm just trying to get to a thousand subscribers so I can make a dollar. Me too. The hustle is real. But I, uh, the the second time, maybe the third time in a row, I've been trying to do Amazon Associates and they kicked me out again this Uh, morning. I actually did not get kicked out this time. Like, so. I'm, I'm selling stuff. Uh, people are clicking my links and buying stuff, which is cool. Not a lot. Um, and to be honest with you, like, I don't really care if I make money off the videos. Like I, I pretty much just started doing it cause I was bored during COVID. And, uh, like I started like right at the beginning of COVID and I was like, well, if I'm gonna be stuck at home, I might as well do something with that time. And then, uh, I was like, man, my kitchen is not set up for this. So then I just built like a studio kitchen. So like, if you watch like my older videos, they're like the lighting sucks and like the sound sucks, like everything really sucks. And then, uh, uh, then all of a sudden I have like a, like a studio kitchen and stuff, which is not a real kitchen at all. It's just in my garage. This is like a section of my garage, but in that one section, it looks really legit everywhere else. There's like bicycles and smokers and <laughs> like Christmas decorations. And it's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's a real set right there. Yeah, I do have a gigantic Coke refrigerator out there, which is pretty dope. That's dope. Yeah. Can't wait to have a house. Uh, like, more space. It's apartment. It's, apartment life sucks when you're trying to Coke shit. <laughs> it's got its ups and downs. I tried to convince my wife that we should uh, sell our house and rent a place, and I almost convinced her, and then she was like, the last minute, she was like, that's really dumb. We're not going to do that. And I was like, crap. But then one day your air conditioner goes on. You got to pay for that bad boy. Yeah, but like, it's worth it. It's worth it. Trust me. You're not <laughs> just throwing your money away. Yeah. Assets. A, I definitely see, uh, you know, I definitely see that side of the coin. I'm just really lazy and I can't seem to get past that. You know, I got to mow that grass. Air conditioner repair, man. It's yeah. <laughs> all the money I threw away on my rent. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And at least you have some equity built up afterwards, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But the YouTube channel is also good because then you can promote your food truck. Yeah. I figure like um, I have like 41 or 42 different sauces and I have like tons of rubs and stuff that for different things. So I just was like, I'll use this stuff in the video. And then if people want to buy it, like I can, I can make it and sell it for them. Um, I saw a lot of sauce locally, so I was like, why not like give it a go and see what happens? You know what I mean? Do you have like a website for that? Like a so uh I just launched skullandmortar.com. Okay. Uh, but I also have uh, my food truck is called Beach Bomb Barbecue, so I got beachbombbarbecue.com as well. Oh, so we've we gotta merge the brands, huh? Yeah, well I, I, yeah, they're a little kind of i kind of died. i definitely created like a split a split brand i just i felt like um maybe the maybe the skull and mortar branding was better for uh like sauces and seasonings because it just kind of a uh, i think the people that are largely going to buy those products are, are maybe um i don't know i, I just i kind of picture like some guy like like me like who has like a big beard and he's probably listening to like um I don't know. He's probably listening to like Slayer or something in his garage and he's like, I need something that sounds cool, you know? So if it doesn't sound cool, it's too late. I already registered everything. So we're rolling with it, but you get the point. 
So Beach Bum is going to turn into Skull and Mortar, or no? They're just going to stay separate. No, it'll stay. It'll stay the same. I have uh, too many. Uh, you know, we've we've got too many years in that brand, and we, you know, we're booked out now through uh, March of 2021. Uh, and I could. I mean, I've had a lot. You know, I've had a lot of offerings for other bookings, but I'm trying to like keep from going out too far because I don't know what, you know, with Corona and all that, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, it looks like probably after the election, we're going to get hit with another shutdown is what I would imagine. So I'm not, you know, I think we probably would have already. They probably would have shut us down again if it wasn't for the election, you know, uh, well, nothing ever shuts down Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we actually, so uh, I was just in Clearwater uh, in May and uh, it was the day we got there on Sunday and then that month, either that Sunday or that Monday, they had just opened back up to like 25% capacity in Clearwater. So I was like, dang, if we would have been off another day or two, I'd have been like cooking hot dogs again. Like I'd have been outside like a little, I'd have like one of those little butane torches cooking hot dogs in our hotel room. Why? But it seems like a food truck would be the perfect business too for that because you're outside like you know, social social distancing is uh, very possible, you know? Right. Like, it seems like someone just needs to make a, like, food truck mall almost that people go to. Yeah, they do a lot of, they did, like, some uh, food truck events here, and uh, this is the dynamic of the, the job changed. Um, so for instance, like during the summer and all that stuff, like my biggest thing is like huge parties, street festivals, neighborhood, uh, things like I'm, I'm, uh, I do really well in like, um, like my core demographic for the truck is like, uh, people that you would see at a brewery and don't get me wrong. I love everybody coming in. We get a huge group of people like, uh, you know, of diverse people that come through, but like where I really do well is like neighborhoods um that are kind of like um neighborhoods where people are kind of moving in and building them up and they have those street festivals to help you know rebuild their fountains or or their you know their neighborhood common areas and stuff like that the uh, hipsters yeah <laughs> i was trying to avoid hipster because some people get offended by it i don't know why i would i don't care if somebody says i'm a hipster i'm all right with it i guess but i'm sorry i'm hip yeah, it's like I, I would like to be cool. Like I feel like I'm getting old and I'm not cool anymore. But uh, yeah, they, that's kind of like my core demographic. So uh, and a lot of you know those events just didn't happen this year. So I had to kind of try and figure out how to be uh, how to work around those things. You know what I mean? Keep moving forward for sure. So have you like just like lost all your business or? You... Oh no, we're still we're still busy. It's just it's just different business. Like different business. yeah, like like for instance, you know, I, I definitely take jobs now. Uh, I've taken jobs this year that I wouldn't take before, um, just because it wasn't like big enough for us. So I've taken smaller jobs, but um, there are just still you know some jobs unfortunately I can't do. Um, I I can't I can't uh, do a job that doesn't make money. Like no matter. I can't just do busy work just to be busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of, you know, we lost a lot of our, um, you know, a lot of our big, our big, you know, big money jobs for sure, because we don't, you know, there's no festival with 500 people who are going to come through to our truck in three hours. You know what I mean? But yeah. 
that sucks. Do you ever go, uh, I mean, never mind. The bars are closed too. I was going to say, there's always that one stand right outside the bar. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when I first started, we did a lot of stuff like that too. Like that's, you know, we kind of just pulled up and, and dug in wherever we could and um, things like that. But it just, I, those, those kind of things just aren't, aren't profitable for me anymore with the size of the operation that, that we run. So uh, I can't do a lot of that stuff anymore. And I, I, I think sometimes it, it's a little awkward when I have to tell people no, <laughs> I'm like, unfortunately I, I can't do it, you know, but it, uh, you know, we're unfortunate, uh, you know, I'm, I'm stingy with money, so that helps, you know, and, uh, well, I you think have that, to be in the food, the food business, like, your profit margins on the high, you know. Yeah. So hopefully, we, hopefully we can get rid of COVID and we can uh, get back to where we should be. You know what I mean? I f- I just feel like there's always, you know, there's going to be another disease or whatever. So it's like yeah. we got to figure out how to do business, like how to, I mean, how to shut it down and open it up and do all this stuff, like how to roll with the punches basically yeah for sure so i don't think you know i don't think masks are going away i don't think like social distancing is going away which isn't bad for a food truck but uh for a restaurant that's not great (laughs) right it's not bad for me personally either because i'm like socially awkward anyway so (laughs) it's like i just pretend really hard like i'm not but uh did you see that episode do you watch south park i've seen a lot of south park but I wouldn't say that I like sit down and watch anything really, you know, like. There's this episode like where they're talking about like Corona and Car- uh, Carmen has like a six foot long stick. And any like anytime he's walking around, he's just pushing the stick on people to get them away, like the social distance. I want to do that so bad. Like, I just want to be like stick, 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 just because it's funny to me. There was a guy, it went like viral on Facebook or something. There was a guy with a six foot and they were like, those pool noodles yeah just like all around him that's it, awesome you know so it's like a bumper it reminds me of like you know when you're a toddler and you have those walker things yeah that that's what it looked like it's hilarious that's awesome oh yeah my son had one it's called a jumperoo that's the one that he had it was a jumperoo it was jump. uh intense he would get he would definitely get down in that thing it was a very like you could tell like uh if you ever put a baby in one of those things like you have like the one baby that's there for fun and they're like they're happy and having a good time and then you have the one baby that's there just to like tear shit up and like just wreak havoc on that thing and that was my son he's just in there as serious as possible just up and down a thousand miles an hour it was intense that was me i'm a twin so uh my twin brother like all the all the family videos, like I look like I'm, I just have like this smirk on my face, <laughs> like yeah, up to no good. And, uh, yeah, like I would just do. But I remember we had like it wasn't a walker, but it was like a I guess I don't know what a jumper is exactly, but this one like was attached to the ceiling. Oh wow! So it was like. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just the camera angle. But it was like a swing type thing where yeah. you could jump up and down. And um, I jumped a little too hard. It came crashing down. <laughs> just but it was like I did it on purpose because I was just laughing the whole time. You know what I mean? Like That's awesome. I think that we're going to get along well. I appreciate <laughs> that, Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, it's always fun. Rules are meant to be broken, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> it goes back to the 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 past point, right? Yeah. That would be good. What was I gonna say? I had another question. I gotta get better at this interviewing stuff. I'm just gonna stare at you awkwardly until you <laughs> just to be figured out. Oh my god. So oh another thing, I don't know if I'll cut this out or not, but uh I accidentally hit myself in the face with a a plug like three days ago. And yeah. my eye like is kind of lazy. So just tell me because it's really bad so I can look the other way and not look like a crazy yeah. <laughs> just like uh have you ever seen um the uh the Cloverfield Paradox. No, is yeah. that the one about the aliens? It, no, it, it's it's the one. Uh, yeah, well, they're they're in outer space in that one, like on the space station, trying to like beam power back down to Earth. And like uh, at one point, like the Russian dude's eye just starts like going off to the side, all crazy, and he gets stuck like. In the oh, that's that was me like normally. So <laughs> that's you, you just normally your eyes just like just drifts back around. Well, like growing up, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was from like getting so many concussions in jujitsu or uh, I was just born with it maybe, but um, they figured out like this muscle in my eye, it doesn't fire. The nerve doesn't fire at the same time as the other side, like it's weaker. So like my eye will like drift up sometimes and like (laughs) it's just annoying because i i can see fine but it just doesn't it looks creepy so <laughs> well for what it's worth your eyes look symmetrical to me like i think that we're okay that everything looks it, i'm like oh, it's going this way a little bit but uh yeah it gets tired and then it starts twitching because it's working too hard it's pretty fun I mean, it makes you feel any better i think i have tourette's because i lick my lips non-stop like uh, i see myself do it all the time in videos i'm like and I'm like, I'm like, God damn it, dude. So like I cut out me, like if you ever look at my TikTok, like I do this thing where I just like kind of review other people's recipes uh, on TikTok and all the time I'm just like, and I'm like, God, man, you're going to look like a friggin' weirdo. I feel I like, think you know, that's so, I feel like everyone who's like doing YouTube and stuff now, like there's always something you never knew you did until you had to sit down and watch yourself and like, edit it you know yeah and i say i swear to god like i must be related to matthew mcconaughey because i say all right (laughs) like all the time like all right so all right all right so all right and like who are you talking to (laughs) (laughs) i think i do that too i'm uh i i do have the benefit of like uh just recently i started like moving away from doing as many uh voiceovers like my first videos I quickly like after my first first video I was like wow this sucks dude this is like me talking is terrible so I immediately went to voiceovers and like the first time I did a voiceover I had the the road mic for my camera plugged into my computer and I'm like holding it up here and I'm like leaning over like trying to talk to it and then I got uh like now I have I have this mic here um Ooh, that's which is the a, Yeti? yeah it's the Yeti Nano and it's like it's way better um you but i just got a lav mic balling in his tech over here this I'm trying <laughs> i just i just got a lav mic now and uh so now i'm switching between the two like if i don't like if i don't like think of anything like clever to say then i just go back over it with something normal later i like, just 
I got the lav mic because uh, I think I found it on like Let Go or something. Like, yeah. And it, thank God it works. But, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, I couldn't afford too many microphones yet. So I used the lav. I was like, I have to get a lav mic because my refrigerator is like, it's not doing it right now, but it's so loud. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, sometimes I can't even sleep because it's so loud. And I don't like the back doesn't come off. So I'm sure it's the compressor, but I can't clean the coils because they're completely covered. Oh, nice. So I'm like, fuck, you know, it's not my refrigerator. I'm renting. This is why apartment life sucks. So, <laughs> Fair enough. so, so uh, yeah, it's horrible. But I use my lab for the voiceovers and I forget that it's supposed to be oh, a lab. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do that like in a lot of my videos too. Like uh, I got that, I have like the giant refrigerator is like two feet away from like that main table that I'm cooking at. So um, I just make fun of it. Like I uh, sometimes now, like I try, I, I started turning it off, um, but I, I try to be careful. Cause I'm like, if I, if I, I don't want to like mess it up. Cause it's probably like a $4,000 refrigerator at least like maybe more than that. I mean, it's like a, a big, like double door, like Coke refrigerator. Uh, because it says coke on it it's probably worth more than that to somebody right but um i just make fun of it like i'll just be like this is me and my loud ass refrigerator signing off you know like uh, i figure if it's going to be there i might as well make it a gag you know yeah but it's just so like i would watch the videos and like i had people messaging me like when i first started i felt like it's probably my whole high school watching the video yeah <laughs> this kid like who'd never like in high school never talked to me like once like I knew of him but never talked to, to me messages me hey your refrigerator is like really loud <laughs> <laughs> like I like what you're doing and I want to be a hater but like you got to do something about that refrigerator <laughs> that's what uh, the first time Brandon came to came to film with me he uh first off he was amazed that like he's like dude this really is a garage and I was like yeah it really is that's why like you'll notice like I'm cooking on a flat top inside the garage like I don't even care I got a smoker running in my garage right now I don't even care I just cracked the garage door and let it roll out I got insurance but um that's the first thing he said he was like he was like dude this refrigerator we got to do something about it it's got to go so I unplug mine but I like I put a timer on so I make sure it's plugged in like like I don't go over two hours because more temperature danger zone than like the refrigerator you know what i mean yeah but it's worked so far and i don't want the freezer to defrost either because that's a mess yeah start well luckily this one doesn't have a defrost this is just a straight refrigerator it's one of those ones that you they put the cokes in at like gas stations and stuff oh i was thinking like 50s like collectible coke refrigerator if that makes sense oh no it's it's totally new it's uh like it's it was brand new when did they they gave it to me in uh maybe like october of last year so it's maybe like a year old oh so it's just like the glass case refrigerator yeah for sure yeah but you so can uh, the it, slide. that's the question slides that's good <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely it's pretty cool like and it looks cool because it has like lights in it and stuff so 
every time like people come to my garage they're like this is not a joke and i was like nothing ever is not when you come to my house it's serious we don't play games over here that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome i want one of those now i want you know what i want i want the uh the freezer the like what do you call that like a chest like freezer a, like a dip freezer but it's got the sliding glass top oh yeah i have one of those i have a freezer like that but it has the lift up it doesn't have the slides huh. actually no i don't think it's a freezer i think it's just a cooler i might in storage i, I have uh like a beer refrigerator so you might be able to get it down to like freezing temperatures but it's like big it, it has but it has stainless steel slides on it it's pretty cool can you it weighs like nine thousand pounds convert can you like how could you convert you got to be able to make a refrigerator into a freezer so I I, uh, I, fro I definitely froze out this Coke refrigerator before, uh, but the problem is, is the compressor freezes up and then it, it'll stop working. Like it won't hold temperature until you let it thaw out. So it turns into a nightmare. So that's why they have the defrost cycle on refrigerators. Yeah, it turns into a rough situation if you're not careful. I always knew that it had a defrost, but I never knew why. I assume that's why. It makes sense. Because that was always my job. Like my first kitchens too. Like I had to you have to pull the whole refrigerator out and clean the coils in the back. Yeah. And when it defrosts, usually like usually the commercial refrigerator or freezer thing, it um it always has that condensation like leaking, but your floor is like a French drain, so like it doesn't matter. For sure. Or like non-slip shoes, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I always had to clean the coils in the back. That's what I love about having a commercial kitchen. Is at the end of the night, if it's too rough in there, you literally just get the water hose out and just go to town. It's yeah. Nice. Oh my god, I got the best compliment though the other day about my boyfriend's fan. He was like, "Oh, I've been watching your videos," and he's like, "Your kitchen's so clean," and I was like. <laughs> But I just make sure, like, if I'm too tired, because sometimes my boyfriend will work till like two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes. So I'll just like, well, I guess we'll start making a video and it'll be like four o'clock in the afternoon, which is not like the time you should start making a video. <laughs> and uh, so when he, by the time he gets home and I'm done and stuff, like, I don't want to clean. You know, I want right. to sleep and wake up and then clean. So like my rules for that are just like, no, like you can have like dirty dishes, but they got to be in the dishwasher. Like no food can be out. Like you can worry about like washing the stove and the floor tomorrow, but like we don't want to attract bugs. Yeah, it's the main. Sure. The main on an apartment too, you got to be careful because you don't know what other people got going on. Oh my god. Oh, we had mm -hmm. such a bad ant problem before and all of a sudden they disappeared. But I did find their anthill outside and I poured a bunch of ant bait in it, so that's probably what happened. Could be. That's probably how they disappeared. <laughs> all right. I'm actually uh you, you talked about bad times to start videos. It's kinda I'm about to film a whole video tonight. I might even edit the whole thing tonight. So we'll see. It, it's gonna be a pretty easy video, so I don't think it's that big of a deal, but um then like tomorrow. I'm going to film another video because I'm trying to like, I'm going to see how hard it is to like pick up my schedule a little bit to release more videos. And uh, there's like some things I definitely want to hit like for the holidays, you know, 
and then I'm trying to be like creative as to I'm trying to make videos that I can be like like three holiday sides right and then after Christmas I can switch it to like three sides for your barbecue or like your your party or whatever so like people uh maybe they still show up and they still stay relevant I don't know you just switch the title and tags and description yeah kind of thing that's what I, I thought I'd give it a shot and see how it works out I was thinking about that too like some of the stuff I'll put like 2020 in but yeah. then like I'll change the tag like January I'll change it to 2021 <laughs> yeah see what happens but what are you gonna make tonight so uh, there's a there's a, a popular thing right now on like Instagram and stuff where like people are doing uh, bacon wrap smoked Oreos. So I, I noticed like I've watched a couple of people do them on like Instagram and I think I watched like one YouTube video, but I noticed like something that I think that they all do wrong, uh, where they can make them better. So I'm gonna do that, um, and then uh, but I'm also gonna bacon wrap and smoke a Twinkie. Because I figured, like, I might as well see what a bacon wrapped smoked Twinkie tastes like. Does I mean, the bacon wrapped Oreo have any batter around it, or is it just? Oreo? No, it's just the. It's just gonna be the Oreo. When when is this interview coming up? Thursday. All right, cool. That's when my video will come out too. So, uh, you guys can uh, you know check it out. But basically, it's gonna be an Oreo, um, and then the way people season it, I think is wrong. So I'm going to season it a different way and I'm just going to like wrap this bacon up. And I, I think that you can, like people don't use enough bacon either. They're just like, oh, here's like one little like. I don't know anything about this challenge. So it's just an Oreo wrapped right. in bacon. It's not, and then fried or smoked or. No, I just going to smoke it. Yeah, and then uh I think it's going to be, I mean, I, I could see how it could be good, but double I could also still? see. What's up? Is it double stuff? Like what? Well, here's what blows my mind. Everybody here. does single stuff. Like in all these videos, I don't know why anybody would use single stuff for anything when there's mega stuff. And I think that I'm probably going to take the mega stuff and do a double mega stuff. I mean, why would you not make it as out of control as possible if you're going to do it? I feel like the cookie ratio is going to be off though. Why use one piece of bacon though? Everybody's using like a half a piece of bacon. Why use a half when you could use two whole pieces? Yeah, but also why, okay, this is my input because you still, you're still gonna have, oh, I just had another idea. Okay, bear with me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the problem with mega stuff, cause I don't like, I don't like to eat mega stuff like on its own because I feel like the ratio of cookie to frosting is off like it's too much frosting to chocolate cookie so i feel like if you're gonna fry it or smoke it like the smoking is gonna make that chocolate cookie like mush right like it'll, it should, it'll soften it up yeah but the bacon i think will maintain like some crisp to it i think we'll find out so i'm thinking this might be cheating though i don't know if this counts Get the stuff out of this. Get the stuff out of the stuff. Roll it in a ball. Crush up the cookie crumbs. Roll it in that. Bacon on that outside. That's an interesting idea as well. But then, so what keeps it from collapsing? Because the bacon is definitely going to squeeze in, right? And then that cream is definitely going to be like molten in there for a minute, right? Hmm. Can so we freeze think, it and then do freeze the center? 
but not the bacon. Keep the structure. I don't know. We're gonna have to. This might be a multi-part video now. We're gonna have to try like some different things and see what happens. Hmm. But I'm. I, I think that I, I don't expect the Twinkie to really survive. To be honest with you, I think that the Twinkie is probably not going to turn out that well. Really, I think that Twinkie's going to turn out pretty good, actually. You think so? Yeah. Well, you know, we'll find out. I'm, I'm going to try and cover all the cake with bacon so the smoke just doesn't totally overpower everything. But oh, I didn't I'm think also, about that part of it. That's when I eat, the master. Oh, yeah, like soft material stuff like that, it can get intense. But I'm going to use um, I'm going to use oh, when I eat Oreos, like I don't play around. Like I get the mega stuff, and I get the whole sleeve, like one whole section, and I just get rid of all the cookies but two. And I just put all the icing and then smush it down. This yeah. is why you have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why my body is eating itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, um, here's another thing that I've never tried before, but I'm going to throw it out there. So I've heard of like the craziest thing I ever, one of the craziest things I ever tried that was like really good that was smoked because I also am like not always like into the smoky flavor you know? Yeah. Um, but it was a smoked grape and it was like really interesting, but they used a cold smoke. Yeah. So what about you have such a delicate thing using a cold smoke instead of a hot smoke or something like that? That's pretty interesting. Um, if you, if you wrap it in bacon, you, you want to, you have to make it hot enough to cook the bacon, but you could just smoke a regular Oreo or a regular Twinkie and see what it tastes like, like you know, on a cold smoke. That would be interesting. Find out like what kind of flavor profile that adds for sure. I will tell you this though, as well, you were talking about the smoke. Like that is a huge mistake that like pitmasters make all the time or like people budding pitmasters is they, uh, they overdo smoke. Like they just smoke the crap out of everything. And like really, I, I know like, the people will argue with this all day, but really like less is more, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if the, the smoke, um, the smoke is a good accent flavor that like brings out other flavors in the meat. Um, nobody really wants to eat an ashtray. And that's what like a lot of people are just like, I got to put 47 chunks of hickory in here, like with this chicken. And then it just blows the flavor out of the water. Like it just, it's just so much smoke that it's like, you might as well just like, I don't know, just, Put your mouth around the chimney and just blow smoke in there you know what i mean i think you said that perfectly about i want to eat an ashtray like there's so many especially when it comes to cheeses yeah it like and it tastes like fake like i don't know if they're using like liquid smoke or something but it's just like it could be gross you got to be careful with liquid smoke too it's a uh it's liquid smoke can definitely overpower stuff too like meats like uh, like that in general like hickory and those kind of meats like it's easy to overpower like uh, it's easy to overpower things that um are not as hardy you know what i mean what is liquid smoke so it's basically like what they do is they um they take if i if i understand correctly and i'm, I'm pretty sure they do is they they basically, they just run a smoker with the smoke and then the smoke, uh, they, they get it at a temperature like to where the, the smoke uh, can, uh, condensates and then they basically just kind of collect it and then that's liquid smoke. 
So it's bong water. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's, it's pit master bong water. Exactly. Ah. It's very intense. But it's a uh, liquid smoke is weird. I use it in some stuff, but you got to be careful because it's it probably causes cancer too, and that's probably not safe. I mean, so do so do Twinkies. So it's like, <laughs> and I'm about to smoke one of those tonight. Yeah. Figuratively, not literally. And and edit though, and edit it the video like that's a lot of work in one night. People we'll don't see, know. I slammed through it pretty quick. If if uh, I might edit it tomorrow, but it'll definitely be up by Thursday. That's good. That's good. At like this editing shit, man. I get like I get so. I do like doing it, but I feel like I go into like a time warp. Like, you know, you were you were gonna come and talk to me at a uh, two o'clock or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, four thirty. Got I got plenty of time. I did no laundry today. That didn't happen. <laughs> I was just like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh okay. I'm like, you know, this much through the footage and all this other stuff, and I get like the reminder on my phone. Oh, 30 minutes until the thing, and I'm like. What? What time is it? <laughs> You're like it's already happening? Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> such a time warp. I'm just like yeah. it's feel like when, the same thing when like people play like video games. Yeah, time. for sure. And when I was a kid, I loved uh Kingdom Hearts. I remember yeah. I played that thing for like 14 hours straight one one uh day. My friends made fun of me so hard for playing Kingdom Hearts because uh it was like we were all like in this like super Madden phase at the time, and then I rented Kingdom Hearts from Black uh, Blockbuster just because I liked uh, Final Fantasy, and which they made fun of me for it too. But when when I busted out Goofy like a game with like Goofy and Mickey Mouse and all these Disney characters, they're like, "What are you doing with your life right now?" And I was like, "Dude, you don't understand. I got this key sword, and I really just got to go back through here and help separate these universes. It's it's a dire situation for both Disney and Final Fantasy. We got to fix it, you know." Dude, and you have to get it done before you have to return it to Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I can only afford, like, I, back then, like, I was super broke. I could only afford one, maybe two extra times of running it before I was going to have to start choosing between that game and ramen noodles. Yeah, and it's like yeah. the late fees. Yeah. Like People, Not like, a joke. Kids don't know nowadays. They don't know the struggle. Yeah. Yeah, they live in a world like I have a GameFly membership and I just keep it as long as I want. I don't even know what that is. It's like uh, Netflix, but for video games. Like, you remember how Netflix used to email you, or not email you, they used to mail you out like DVDs? Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, oh. just mean, like, yeah. Right now I'm just playing a bunch of Switch games from GameFly. It's pretty Why nice. doesn't Netflix do that with games? I don't know. I don't know if they still mail out even mail out DVDs anymore. I'm sure they do. There's some there's some old people. Maybe. Like I'm sure it's like in the old contract. Like they gotta keep like you know, the grandfathered in for a couple people. <laughs> yeah. Well that's probably where you get the good stuff now, because Netflix is all like uh they'll release like twenty shows and only one of them doesn't suck. You know what I, I mean? No. I was just getting like so annoyed. I was trying to find something to watch and it was like, I also just, it makes me mad when they, they put on like the, these shows where they're like 98% like that you're going to like it. 
and it's yeah. like it's like some sappy like hallmark movie and i'm like right. i'm like this is and then i go to my boyfriend's profile and it's like old school like you know like enter the dragon and shit and i'm like this yeah. is like profiling man <laughs> you can tell like when uh when i watch it more versus my wife because when she watches it it's all stuff like friends in the office and like parks and recreation and all these kind of shows start popping up but then when i watch it it's all like weird movies like uh like the cloverfield paradox or like uh uh, district nine it's all like sci-fi movies and about aliens and yeah all mine is sci-fi but i'm just like but i feel like it when it doesn't know what to give me it gives me like generic like female movie right. like, it's like you're you're a girl so we're gonna go ahead and give you this uh this love movie over here yeah or like women are uh movies with a strong female lead is like one of the categories yeah <laughs> and i'm like this isn't on noel's profile who the fuck yeah but he gets he gets like all the black people stuff so it's funny yeah like, how do they know how do That's they know funny. it's like uh <laughs> It's like the uh, let's just totally like gender and race profile everybody right to death. They're just like, yeah, look how it looks. Yeah, that's but funny. Yeah, but it works. You gotta figure out how to do that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. YouTube's crazy, but I'm like, it's weird. Like, so uh, my old videos are starting to like get get steady views. Like before, like. I remember I released like this video on beef knuckle and I got like a hundred and like maybe a hundred or 120 views, like the first week it was out. And now it gets like a hundred views, like every, you know, it's like constantly getting like 50 to hundred views, which I know is nothing compared to like somebody who is big. Right. But like, to me, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like I'm not even doing anything to it and it's just constantly getting views. So if you had like a hundred videos that get, you know, 50 to hundred views every 48 hours, that's a, a decent amount of views for a nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't get that many views. I have I have less subscribers than you do. So thanks for coming on. <laughs> but oh, I'm, I'm stoked that you wanted to talk to me. To be honest with you, so it's cool. No, uh, I always too like I try. Um, I actually got I promise I promised somebody I'd do a collab with them, and I've been like really crappy about it. So I need to make sure I get that done. But uh, like I I don't know. I just I feel like. Um, I don't know, you know, small creators got to stick together, right? Like, so. Yeah, we're one more big creators. Uh, hopefully if, uh, you know, I don't know, if I ever have like some crazy amount of subscribers, like I'm just going to go around YouTube and look for people with like 10 subscribers, like who are doing something cool and be like, hey, do you want to be on my video? You know, see if it, see if I it works I feel like out. they need more of that because there's so much like, like I see some videos that I'm like, this is like awful. Like I remember watching this cheese making video and it was just like, it was not good, but there wasn't a lot of people doing it, I guess. Like it was literally like, it wasn't edited at all. It was just like the camera there. It was, and then this lady like making cheese, but she wasn't being sanitary about it. Yeah. And it was like driving me crazy. And it had like, millions of views and it wasn't like people saying you shouldn't do it this way you know what i mean it wasn't like trolls and outrage it was like oh this is so cool i'm gonna try to make cheese now and i'm like no <laughs> you're gonna get sick <laughs> this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen 
So I, I feel like I'm super organized and like I try to be like if you ever look at my uh, if you look at my set like over on one side of my shelf sometimes you can see it and literally everything is in labeled plastic containers so like it's like uh, extra like it'll be like beater knives it'll be like oh, I I'm gonna cut you off right there because I was the first video I watched I saw your shelf with that and I was like okay this guy's legit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's let's do this. <laughs> that was what got me. I was like, I see I see that label date refrigerator over there. Like, let's do this. Yeah, like I get I'm so weird about everything. I'm like, like everything has to be like organized and like in my refrigerator, like everything is laid out together. Like uh like here's like a row of hot sauces, like newest to, or oldest to newest, like you know what I mean? So like everything is in like a perfect row and uh, the FIFO. You gotta do first yeah. in, first out. You gotta have the ready to eat on top, down to like right. the raw stuff, like organization, all of that. Like it's yeah. you know, cleanliness is godliness and whatnot, right? Yeah, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> <laughs> I know like my employees get like I know they get frustrated because I'll, I'll like I'll walk in and I'll be like, hmm, this floor is a little bit slippery. Maybe we didn't mop it hard enough, you know, like, or, uh, oh, dude, if I, oh my gosh, if I pick a dish up off the, if it's on the shelf and that bad boy is greasy, it's not good. That's good because then, you know, once you learn, once you learn to do it right the first time, you don't have to like, do it again. You know? And if you just do it, like just clean it right and get it over with. And then it's done and you don't have to go back and re-clean it. You don't have to scrape crap off of it. Like just uh just get it while you can. Sorry, my whole system just went crazy haywire over here. Uh but yeah, no, you just um I forgot what I was talking about. I'm lost now. We're talking about uh teaching your children the <laughs> the uh, benefit of doing something right the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's just just in general, you gotta teach them like You'd be surprised, like how many grownups you got to teach that stuff too. Like, like oh, yeah. you know, like 
my grandpa once told me like my grandpa always was like getting stuff done and doing like crazy stuff all the time and like he was so like detailed and so good about everything that he like his work was like impeccable on everything but he was he was he told me that he was lazy he was like oh no i'm just i'm very lazy but i just understand that in order to be lazy i have to do it right the first time so i don't have to come back and do it two three times like he's like i'm gonna make sure i get it done the first time so then i can move on to something else or then i can watch tv or then i can do that so he had like uh, he did woodworking and he had this like awesome wood shop and he would just be he was just so like such a perfectionist and he was but he was so patient too because he was just like his big thing was scroll sawing i don't know if you know what that is but it's like this, it's basically like a table that has like a little small blade that goes through it and it like goes up and down and you have to, you like, it's just a very thin saw and you use it to make like very intricate cuts. Um, and he, he could cut these things, like these details were like paper thin, right? And, and normally like the saw movement would break those off if you're not extremely careful, but he would just sit there just little by little, barely, it looked like he wasn't even moving. And he would just get it, and I'd be in there jamming, breaking blades and tearing up stuff because I'm like, no, we just got to get it done. And he's like, just chill out, man, one time. Do you smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would, he would, he would definitely uh, was not a fan of uh, the substance. I saw him drink a Heineken from time to time. Yeah, was getting time. crazy. Watch out. Yeah, he was getting, that was him getting crazy on pizza night. He was just like, here's a Heineken. And I don't even know that he, he might have not even drank the whole Heineken. He's a madman. Yeah. That's awesome. Who's that? Who's that in the background? This is driving me crazy. Where? Oh yeah. Um this is um this is Bruce Pritchard. This is a guy named Conrad Thompson. So I used to have more pictures here, but I was moving them around. Like I wrote a comic book. So like this is my comic book this is like a graded version of my comic book you can't really see it because i got lights everywhere that's, that's like a graded version did you do the artwork too no i got any stat simmons did the artwork um like he does uh, artwork and stuff for like star wars trading cards and stuff like that but um back of all trades over here um, yeah i guess unfortunately i'm mastering on until i decided to stop doing everything you know that's not like, true I would get these, like, master now but you know like i would get these ideas and i'd be like oh i gotta do everything like if i have an idea i have to do it right but then i realized like i'm just you're never going to be good at anything like if you don't take the time like if you're just so fragmented you know like so like for instance with these guys i did um i used to do their uh they have a podcast like it I'm, i think that it still is but at one point in time it was like the number one sports podcast but it's just about so bruce pritchard used to be the uh, he was brother love in the wwf back in the day and he uh, was like the vice president. He was one of, and he is like right now, he's a, a vice president of WWE again. But uh, he has this podcast. And so I did, uh, I helped uh, with their YouTube stuff. Like I would go through and like program all their SEO and, and optimize all their stuff for monetization and stuff like that. So you know, like you really know how to do all that? Like, I mean, I don't know. It worked for them. I, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I, don't know, I think I'm doing pretty good. Like I've got, I'm at 606 subscribers and I started in March. So I like mean, like, do you have a, do you have like computer training, like to code and SEO and stuff, or you just picked it up? No, I just, uh, I guess I just figured it, figured it out to some degree. I don't know. 
Because um, like people who hire somebody for SEO that doesn't uh, have credentials. I suppose you just gotta put your money where your mouth is sometimes. Like, luckily, like those things are like still, uh, it, you know, they're still kind of like the wild west. Like nobody knows how the algorithm works for real, except for like two people, and then they're not gonna tell you how. So it's all just you know guesswork. You just try stuff out until you figure it out. Like look for trends in other videos and things like that. Like I use TubeBuddy. Um, so if you go to like TubeBuddy.com slash Skull and Mortar, then I get like a little cut of that. So, you know, but uh, I use TubeBuddy a lot um, to see like what other people use and like other videos that are successful use. And I have TubeBuddy things. and I feel like it lies to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, because it doesn't like it doesn't work on so many of the things like it actually doesn't no, I don't mean like it doesn't work in the sense that like I put a tagger and it doesn't get it I mean it's like it's like it physically doesn't fucking work like it's yeah. blank and it doesn't work <laughs> so I think what I use it for mostly is I use it to uh like I'll do a, a search term like for like smoked turkey and I'll see like what the most popular search terms are like I'll go to YouTube and I'll type it in on the regular search and then I'll see like what the most popular related search terms are and like compare like the, uh, all that information. And then that's kind of what I base my, my, uh, like my title around. I don't even think that the keywords really matter that much anymore. I think it's uh, from what I, what I understand now, it's just like, it's mostly like your title, your description and your thumbnail. Like those are the things that the, the algorithm supposedly looks at. Um, but just in case I just hammer it with keywords as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> It's because you know who really knows like like i'll see uh i don't want to look at that one because i'm have, my new one doesn't have that many views but like on my turkey video uh like i'm ranked on like like six or seven terms so then i'll go through and like kind of try to find stuff that's like more in line with that stuff you know but back to the uh the podcast thing so you were doing the sports what does that have to do with the comic book? Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, I, know. I just had the comic book was on the wall and now it's not. Like I'm moving stuff around. That's why there's just like one random weird picture just hanging out like for no reason right there. I thought that was grandpa. It's pretty like blurry. So <laughs> I don't know how old that guy is, but I was like, ah, that could be grandpa. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a, I have an old Navy picture of him up there, but. Is no, that you? Where? Is it like, is no. that you in the black? No, that's that's Conrad Thompson. We're just two fat guys with beards, so <laughs> we all look the same. Like uh, I always get the people are like, "You look like Kevin Smith." No, I do not look like Kevin Smith. You don't look we, like Kevin Smith. Yeah, we don't look even remotely similar. But like, it's been like where people would be like, "Oh, you look like Jeff Saturday." Like he was the center of the Colts. I don't look like Jeff Saturday either. They're just saying that because we're like big guys with beards. You know what I'm saying? I look like it's the, it's the look nowadays. Big guys with beards. Yeah. And the glasses. You, know, you got the whole thing. Yeah, well let me ask you this. If you're not a big guy with a beard and tattoos, can you even make a vinaigrette? Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, I can make a vinaigrette. But I mean, I'm saying if you're a guy and you're not big, I gotta I guess I gotta like make it more specific. So as Why not is to... a vinaigrette not what does vinaigrette have to do with anything? I don't know, it just seemed funny. Like, I mean what's the <laughs> Like when you when you see like uh, like a like a big burly guy, like do you expect him to like whip out like just a, a badass raspberry vinaigrette? No, I expect him to whip out ranch dressing. 
There you go. But then, I mean, I don't know where I was originally going with this, but I feel self-conscious. It's too healthy. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe a raspberry ranch. That sounds horrible. Raspberry, like raspberry. ranch dressing? Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Raspberry ranch dressing? I don't think it sounds good to me. I'm trying to think of... Hmm. No, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. But maybe raspberry and tzatziki sauce. Right, so that might be good. My son does not like tzatziki. Like, I don't know if you saw any, saw any videos of my son in it, but he always cracks on me all the time. Like when he's uh, like, uh, I'll give him some food, and he'll just look like he'll just look so disgusted. I'm like, here's a lamb burger. Here's a lamb feta burger with uh, with uh, tzatziki sauce on it, and he'll like he'll be like he'll look at it and he'll just stare at it for a minute. He'll be like, this better not have mayonnaise in it. I'm like, no, it's Greek yogurt. And he'll take a bite of it and like he'll tell he'll like take a couple bites and he just looks so revolted on his face. He's like, the burger's good, but the sauce is gross. I'm like, ouch. I'll leave it in. How old is he? He's got he's got some awesome hair though, I gotta say. Yeah, he's he's 12, which he's is crazy. 12? Yeah, he's uh he's almost six feet tall. Oh my I thought you were gonna say he was like 15, 16. No, yeah, he's 12. Like, uh, it's, it's crazy. How are you very tall? I can tell. Uh, I'm like, I'm like six one. So he's, I mean, he's not, he's almost as tall as me. He's, he's probably about like five ten, five ten and a half, like in that range. Wow. That's yeah, he's a, very tall for a 12 year old. Yeah. He's, he's uh, one of the tallest kids in his class, but he's probably like, uh, one, like when I have a video that I think might be boring, I just put him in there. Cause then he just is in the background making dumb faces and like, yeah, like he did, like he was doing some weird thing where he's like, he's like, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like put your tongue in your mouth, dude. Nobody wants to see that. I was like, I don't know. I was like, that stuff is creepy. But then I left it in the video because even though it is a little creepy, it's still funny. Yeah, so it's I was still like, funny. yeah. If it's me doing it, it's not funny. It's just all creepy. But if it's him doing it, it's kind of funny. You know, you're like, hmm, he's got, he's got moxie, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I put my boyfriend in the videos because he's a, because he'll do stuff to just like mess me up, but he doesn't think, uh, like it got to the point where he's like, he, he wouldn't, he did, it's like, she's not going to put this in the, on the actual video. She's going to edit this out. I'm just like, nope, nope. nope. It's in there. It's in there for life now. You're a movie star now. So yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's like uh, you. You can tell whenever I whenever I start to think a video is boring, I'm like, he'll he'll get some laughs, so I just throw him in there. And he uh, he he. I told him that, and he's like, "Are you you're using me for views?" And I was like, "Yes, I yeah. mean, definitely. That's what's happening here." But I also got to pay for your college, so help me out here, man. That's you know? true. That's true. My uh, my older kids never want to be in my videos, so he's the only one. Did you uh? Are you like set on the kids going to college thing? What's so, up? Is that still a thing? I was wondering now that I've been out of school for so long, like I'm starting to be like it's it was so expensive and I'm like I don't know if I would send my kids to college. It just I, I think the college is like um I, I hope this is gonna come back to bite me, I'm sure, but I think that college is like a huge scam. I think it's like, I think that it's like this huge, like, 
and not for everything. I mean, obviously, if you're, you want to be a doctor, you need to go to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to be a surgeon, you need that college. But, like, uh, for instance, um, I mean, you don't really have to go to school to be a, to do what I do for a living. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't go to yeah. school to learn any of that. I went to school for social work. You know what I mean? So you don't you don't have to go to school to be good at that. I'm sure that it's it's good. I'm sure that it helps. Uh, I mean, sometimes I wish I would have gone. But uh, you can learn the skills by, you know, practical application and starting at the bottom and working up. Um, you know, stuff like you don't need to go to a four-year college to, to fix cars. Like you should go to a trade school. Like you should go to a program that focuses on what you're doing. I think that a lot of times it's like they just try to like bulk up the bill as much as possible and put you in as much debt as possible. So you're stuck in this perpetual loop of borrowing and spending like, uh, like my, uh, my older son, he's uh, 16. He doesn't want to go to college. He wants to go to trade school. And uh, I'm all right with that. Like, as long as he does something, like he needs to get training, like he needs to get a skill. Like he can't just be like, you know, I'm going to quit school and do nothing. Like I can't support yeah. that. You know, I can't, I can't be like, oh, I'm not going to college. I'm just going to work at the gas station forever, which is cool. Like if that's what you do and, let, and you're happy, like that's awesome. But it's a tough life to work at a gas station full time. Well, also you can't make a living wage yeah like that. that's the real problem like i mean i feel like when my like when my parents were my age like you could be a you could work at a grocery store and make a living wage you know what i mean sure and pay your rent and shit and have a kid like right <laughs> no you can't do that right like my right. mom had found one of her old like balance like check balancing books from yeah. back when you had to do that on a piece of paper <laughs> right and they had they had a three um three bedroom apartment for 650 dollars a month yeah that's uh 90s like 90 when i was born i guess so 91 i was like bro sure. what i have a two bedroom and it's it's cheap. This is cheap for where I live. It's twelve seventy-five. I'm gonna be honest with you. I would pay twelve seventy-five for a two-bedroom if it's close to like if I can get to the beach in like thirty minutes. Um, oh, I can get to the beach in like ten minutes because I'm a hundred percent in. That's like but, my whole like. That's all I want my whole life is just to wake up and smell ocean air every day. You definitely don't smell the ocean air over here. Why not? But you can. You can. Smell the rich people's uh, farts, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so in ten minutes, though, you can get there, right? Ten minutes, Where's you can the, get there. You said you're in West Palm Beach. Yeah. How how far is that from Clearwater? It's on the other side of Florida. On the uh, oh, on the ocean side. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I I love Florida. I go all the time because it's we used to like we used to go to California like nonstop. But uh, it's so much more expensive to go to California from here. I mean, it would, it oh, would yeah. cost me like $2,500 in plane tickets at least, you know, versus I can drive to Clearwater in like 14 hours. That's still That's a long time. I don't mind. Beach. Well, I, you know, being from New Jersey, like the farthest we ever had to drive to go to the beach too was in, was four hours maybe, if you're going like down to Wildwood. But uh, you could get to a beach in an hour and a half, my whole, like my whole life. But, um, you know, winter is a thing up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't, 
I like winter as long as you don't have to shovel. But I'm not dumb. I don't. I also don't not like shoveling either. That's the thing. I like shoveling when I don't have to get somewhere. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of winters at all. I can't deal with it. But. It's, uh, you're it's a really man my... with a beard. You're supposed to love winter. No, I just want to live. I tell you, I just want to live in a van, and I want to cook barbecue on the beach. That's a. I don't want to. I don't even want a house. Nothing. Just a van. Just me yeah. and my wife traveling in a van, cooking barbecue randomly, making YouTube videos. Even, be pretty cool. Like a, uh, they made some pretty sick RVs now. It's just like a tour bus. It's like a yeah. We built we we bought a, a Ram Promaster that we're gonna we're turning into a camper like a stealth camper so I can just sleep at Walmart. So yeah. What what makes it stealth? Are you gonna put camouflage on it? No, it just looks like a work van from the outside. So it just looks oh, like, that's like a, a that's like a creepy van though. Yeah, you have to get over that like uh, mentally. <laughs> there's like a hurdle you have to clear for that, but uh, you know oh, it is what it is. Look up. <laughs> yeah, it's a means to an end. You know what I mean? But um, I actually got to get running because I got uh, I got to switch out some stuff on the smoker. Oh, yeah. And you have to make your video and it's like six o'clock or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I just might not edit it today. We'll see. I'm going to try. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, now everyone's got to go see that video. So I'll link it to uh, this video. So people can just like watch on through. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. And make sure you give me all your links and your descriptions and all that shit. And uh, I feel like I could just keep talking to you for another like two hours. So I'll definitely come back on later. Yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Like, let me know when you uh, need a guest. We'll work it out. All right. And I'll, uh, actually, write down my questions about barbecue this time. So, good. Right, sounds good. All right. Awesome. That was good. Uh, it's good to talk to you. I appreciate you uh, having me on. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye.